Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with relationship host Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome new year and that you are enjoying your week and that you have made yourself a priority. Last week on the podcast, we talked about some of the reasons why regular self-care is important for you and for your marriage. So here are some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. Number one, you can't help anyone else if you are emotionally drained. This is so true. Like so many times, women try to help their spouse and help their kids and do all kinds of things, but they are emotionally drained because either they don't have time for self-care or they feel selfish if they have self-care. So... This is why it's important to remember that if you want to be the best wife you can be, the best mother you can be, it is important for you to have regular self-care so that you are not emotionally drained and you're giving from a place of fullness rather than a place of being empty. Number two, you're a better spouse when you take care of yourself. Now, I can attest to that. That is so true. When you are not feeling drained, when you are feeling good about yourself, when you are happy, it is so much easier to be a better spouse and that's because you are in a good place so things that may happen that on other days if you're emotionally drained or tired you may be like oh they're being a jerk they're so stupid and you have a negative reaction may not occur if you're in a better place you might be able to look from a place of compassion and be like oh well maybe they're tired maybe they're just not in a good mood maybe they're having a bad day but it's easier to look and be able to Look at the big picture and see exactly what's going on. Hear exactly what your spouse is telling you when you are in a good place, when you're emotionally and physically healthy, and when you're taking care of yourself. Because then you can be rational and you can say things from a rational place rather than an emotional place. Number three, you make better decisions. Yes, you do. When you are physically and healthy and mentally well, you make better decisions. You're not running off of emotion, but instead you are going off of facts. You're going off of rational thinking. And it's no longer this emotional, irrational kind of thinking. So you make better decisions when you make self-care a priority. Number four, you feel better about yourself. Anytime I go to the gym or I'm eating healthy or I have that extra few minutes to take my little bubble bath with my bath bombs and stuff, I feel so much better about myself because I'm relaxed and I don't feel stressed and I just feel happy. So I am able to make better decisions. I notice that when I get, when I have that time to myself and I'm taking care of myself, whatever it may be, walking, going to the gym, bubble bath, whatever, I notice that I feel better about myself. And when I feel better about myself, And I feel better about myself because I don't feel stressed and I feel relaxed. And then when I feel better about myself, I make better decisions. And when I make better decisions, I can be a better spouse and a better mom for my kids and a better spouse to my husband. When I'm a better spouse, when I take care of myself, I am able to listen to other people's problems and actually help and see if they need help or just listening or whatever it may be because I am in a good place. So these are just some things that can happen when you make regular regular self-care a priority and this year that is what I want you to try to do I want you to make self-care a priority so if you would like to find out more information about taking care of yourself and how this can help improve your marriage then click on the link in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast
today on the podcast, we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can bring confidence back into your marriage. Now listen, when I talk about confidence and having confidence in your marriage, I am referring to the trust that you have in your marriage. I am referring to the confidence or the trust that you have that both you and your spouse are in this relationship for the long haul. And when you get married at first, it's easy to have this confidence like, you know what, my spouse and I are in this together, we have each other's back, this is a marriage that's going to last forever. But as life happens and things go on, sometimes you lose that confidence. Sometimes you lose that trust in your spouse that this is going to be a long-term marriage. So one of the ways that you can begin to build confidence in your marriage are some of the things we're going to talk about today. Because if you don't have this confidence that this is going to be a long-term situation or that your spouse has your back and that you guys are going to work on your marriage together, then your desire to work on your marriage goes away. Your trust erodes. And so that is why... It's important to have confidence that you and your spouse are on the same page that you want to work on your marriage. Now, it is possible for you to have confidence in your marriage even if things are rough, even if things are not going well. But in order for you to do that, you and your spouse have to be able to talk and have to know what your expectations are in the marriage so that you guys can rebuild the trust and confidence in your marriage. So today we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do today that will help you rebuild the confidence and that trust in your marriage. So the first thing that is important to do, focus on the present, not the past. Okay, so this is so hard to do because if you've been together for a long time, there's a lot of history, right? So if you have a lot of history, it's easy to go back and say, well, you know, the last time such and such happened, you did this or you reacted this way. Or it's easy for your spouse to throw up in your face about what you've done in the past and how it affected your relationship. But none of that is going to help your relationship. If anything, it hinders your relationship because when you are putting blame on the other person, you're deflecting. And even though you may not be responsible for what they have done, you did contribute to where your relationship is now. And so that is why focusing on the present is more helpful than focusing on the past. Because let, let's just be honest, you cannot change the past. There is no magic way you can go back into the past and say, hey, I didn't like what happened in our marriage, so I'm going to change it and get in some time machine and go back and change it. You cannot do that. So because you can't do that, it's important to let the past be the past, let bygones be the bygones, Focus on the present. Focus on what you're doing now to improve your communication. Focus on what you're doing now to improve your marriage. Focus on what you are doing now to make things better. Focusing on the now is the way to go because the past is already gone. What you do today, this moment, is the only thing that matters. So focus on the present and not the past. And try not to bring the past up. Um, You can even do a little game with yourself. I know some people do this for cursing. Like if they say a curse word, they'll put like a penny in a jar or whatever they want to do. So maybe if you notice that you have the tendency to bring up the past a lot, what you can do is do this little thing. Get a jar, right? Put past on front of it, on the front of it, tape it there. And then every time you bring up the past, put a dollar in the jar, 50 cents. And then you will see how quickly that adds up. And it will also be a way to help you remember, I'm not bringing up the past because you do not want to put a dollar in that jar. So try to avoid bringing up the past. Focus on the present and what you can do now to improve and work on your relationship. The next thing you can do is be yourself. Oh, I don't know how many times I've heard couples say, well, you know, I was trying to do this because I thought she liked this or I thought he would like me better if I do this. That never works. So you have to be yourself. And sometimes, especially if you're married for a long time, 
who you are at the moment you got married is no longer the person that you are now because we change, we evolve. The goals we once had, we may no longer have. The things we wanted to do, we may no longer want to do. But that comes with time. It comes with age. So be yourself at whatever part of your life that you're in. Be who you are. Let your spouse know who you are. Because if you try to hide who you are so that your spouse will like you, or if you try to stay the same way you were when you first got married because you don't think they could accept who you are now, that's not going to work. Your spouse has to know that you are the person that you are. Now, you may not be who you were when you were in your 20s or 30s when you first got married, but you are still the same person. Pretty much you have some of the same core values. The only thing that has changed is that maybe your perception of things have changed and the things you want to do may change, but you are the same person. So don't get scared and try to stay who you were and not be who you are. Don't get scared and try to be somebody that you're not because you think your spouse may like you better. Be the awesome, wonderful person that you are. Now this can also help build confidence in your marriage because sometimes your spouse may not see who you are, but if they see the real you, that can also help build confidence in your marriage because you both are honest. And it can also encourage them to be honest with you about who they are. So make sure that when you want to rebuild the confidence in your marriage, you be yourself and be who you are. Another thing that's important for you not to do is to compare your relationship. Now, it's easier to compare your relationship now than it was before. So years ago, before the internet, before social media, it was easy to compare your relationship because maybe you went to church or maybe you went to a school function or maybe at work you would see couples interacting like, oh, I wish my husband or wife was more like this. Maybe even going to the movies or walking down the street, you saw a couple holding hands or whatever. And you'd be like, well, I wish my, cup, my husband or wife was more like this. So that was easy to do. But now it's so much more easier to compare your relationship because we have the internet, we have social media. Everybody who's on social media is always talking about how great their marriage is, how much they love their spouse. But in reality, you don't know if that is true. So comparing your relationship to a relationship that may not be 100% reality is not a good thing to do. Relationships have issues. They have problems. And if someone is constantly on social media only telling the positive things about the relationship, then you know they're not being 100% honest with you or maybe even with themselves about the state of their marriage or relationship. And so if you're seeing this and you're comparing your reality and your relationship to a relationship that might be fabricated or let's just say maybe the whole truth is not being told, then it's definitely going to affect what you think about your spouse and your relationship. I remember once hearing that comparison is the destroyer of happiness. And I so believe that because you can be happy and then you see somebody else who you look like they're doing better or their marriage is better and it can take your happiness down like, oh man, I wish I had that or I wish my spouse was like that. So don't compare your relationship. Be happy with the person that you have, okay? You had that person for a reason. You picked that person for a reason. There was something good in your spouse when you met them and when you said yes and you decided to marry them or for guys when you popped the question and you decided to marry them. There was something that you saw. So don't let that joy that you have with your spouse or the thing that you saw in your spouse that you love be diminished because you're comparing your relationship with other people. 
Another thing that's important to do to build confidence in your marriage is to work together. Choose to work together. Make it a solid choice. It's easy to get distracted with life. It's easy to have different opinions and get so caught up where you're arguing all the time and fussing and fighting and treating your spouse like the enemy. You have to remember that your spouse is not the enemy. Yeah, they may be different. They may do things differently. They may not always agree with you, but they are not your enemy. So it's important for you to make a choice every day to choose to work together and not let anything come between you. And when you choose to work together and choose to not let anything come between you, then you will definitely begin to feel confident about your marriage, both you and your spouse, because you're working together. You have a plan. You have a goal, and you're doing something together. It's more like when you work together and you choose to do it, it's almost like you're a team. So it's no longer me against him or him against me. It's more like, oh, we're a team. We're going to work together. We're going to get through this together. That is another way to build confidence and trust in your marriage. And the last thing that I want to tell you guys is to work on yourself. There is nothing more empowering for you to do than to work on yourself. I think at some point we all have to admit and accept that we cannot change our spouse. There are some things that they're just going to do. If you have a spouse who constantly just throws their clothes on the floor every time they come in the house, who don't pick up after themselves, okay, so it's easy to be like, they should stop. But let's think about it. They have been doing this for like 30 plus years, maybe. So if they've been doing this for 30 plus years, over and over and over and over again, it's going to be harder for them to change because the pathways in their brain is just accustomed to doing this behavior. Now, for me to say they can change is not true. They can change, but they're going to have to make a conscious effort to stop doing that action. But if that's not where they are and they don't see anything wrong with it and they keep doing it, it's not likely that they're going to change. But when you work on yourself and you change your mindset about things and you're happy with the person that you are, these things will no longer be deal breakers. They'll be things that you guys are choosing to work together through. Now, I do want to point out, guys, if there is abuse, definitely that's not something to choose to work together on. That's something you need to get out of. If there is infidelity or something else that's harmful to you or your emotional health, then you have to make different choices. But what I'm talking about is trying to rebuild confidence in your marriage with just regular problems, regular relationships. Now, I do plan to have something later on about how to deal with an affair in your marriage and rebuild the confidence in your marriage. So guys, I have not forgotten you. If you are dealing with an affair, going through an affair, we will definitely talk about that. But the episode for today, we're just talking about if your marriage is just rocky, maybe a little bit rough, how you can begin to rebuild that confidence in your marriage that you guys are going to work together and that you're going to get through this. Because if you have that mindset, like we're going to get through this, we're going to work together, then you can definitely rebuild that confidence in your marriage. But if you are not thinking like, okay, well, we can't work through this, we're not going to do this, or have that, and if you have doubt in your mind about what's going on with your marriage, then it's definitely going to be harder to make things better because you're already having doubts. You're already second-guessing your decision to be married in the first place. And if you want to keep your marriage and work on things and make things better, second-guessing, having doubts are not the best place to start because then you're going to talk yourself out of doing the work that you need to do to make this marriage successful. So these are just some of the things that you can do to work in your marriage and to feel confident in your marriage, even if you are going through a difficult time. Because it is possible to rebuild your marriage, it's impossible to rebuild the confidence in your marriage, and it's possible to rebuild the trust in your marriage. 
So if you guys are looking to work on your marriage this year, these are just some things that you can do to rebuild your marriage and to work on having confidence that together you and your spouse are going to work on your marriage. Now the song we're going to listen to today is called Trapped. And it's about a woman who's feeling trapped in her marriage and she's lacking that confidence that she needs to have in her marriage to make things better. So here is the song, Trapped.
before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week, and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.